Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Afternoon to you. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show my talk one seven one home edition of the program here on my talk one seven one. Thank you for joining us. Thank you yes. for having us. Yes. All right. Are we, we're here. We're Hi, here. We're here. We've we're had here. a funny day. This, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this this I morning. Know. And that is, so we they were revisiting the Oscars. The Oscars are still giving us stuff three days later yes, and, and six months since they started it yeah. all. Um, you know, next year, the Oscars are February 9th. What were they this year? Three weeks earlier. See, I think... One week after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's... Normally a- where the Grammys are. They are really screwing up night. everything next Everybody year. Everybody else's award shows. So early. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just... It's going to come fast and compressed, yeah. and it's hardly going to give people... I think they're going to uh, not like this... Mm-mm. I think they're going to undo it. I kind of think because it used to be, you know, more. It used to be March, March. the first Sunday in March. And the I first think by Monday moving March. it up these two weeks, I thought that was plenty of time. It was actually April at one time. Uh, that's yeah. right. It was. Yeah. But I mean, I think since we've been on the air, it was March. Yeah, yeah it sounds right. Yeah, yeah. That, that Monday or Sunday mm-hmm. in March. But February 9th, it's just, Jeez. that's too early. Way too early. Yeah. And um, so I think that's just another questionable thing the Academy of arts and sciences sure. has done yet again. But anyway, Jennifer Esposito, um, let me just do the backdrop, okay? So the backdrop is Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, who Julia's dubbed Lady Bradley, yeah. mm-hmm. did an amazing performance of the song Shallow, Oscar-nominated song, and it was an it was an epic moment. It set Twitter on fire. We all loved it. We were swooning. We were hoping they were going to get Oscars. It was real. It was tor- and I did then, at after it was all over, I thought, oh boy, I'd hate to be that girlfriend. Because oh. she's yep. had to, you know, listen to these two gouge about each right. other for months now. Apparently, the day before the Oscars, Arena unfollowed Lady Gaga. I saw that. Because she knows it's coming to an end. <laughs> she's sick of her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, like you guys said yesterday, she dated Christian Ronaldo or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, the soccer player. Who had women throwing himself, you know, so she's used Non-stop. to it. Non-stop. Used to it. So anyway, then David Spade does what you and I like to do, and he took a screenshot of the television screen at his house and said, does anyone not believe these two are not really bleeping? Right. On his Insta. Yep. But he just took a picture with his phone and posted it, and um, one of his comments was Jennifer Esposito, who was married to Bradley Cooper in late 2006, and they they split up four months later. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, irreconcilable differences, differences, which was probably he never really said a word about it. And I think it maybe was a lust thing that spectacularly burned out. That's what Mm -hmm. I think. Anyway, she just wrote, ha, H-A. Right. Okay. 
capital H-A. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, whenever I do a ha-ha, I, I either do LOL, a smiley emoji. Or a wink. Or ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I do several ha If I'm oh. trying to impart just the general ha like I told you yesterday, we're very open to interpretation yes, of nastiness. Yes, yes. And are you really saying something? So she, you know what you're doing if you write a H.A. So Jennifer Esposito, now that this made all this news, mm-hmm. people were talking about it. It was on the Daily Mail. It was in page six, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, this is the most we've talked about her in years. In years. In years. So, I mean, I just, I just thought, you know... I remember just thinking, she's really stirring the pot with that capital H, capital well, we H. Well, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but I thought she won't. No, she's not going to say anything. No, of course not. Wrong. Well, guess who decided? Well, because she was on an airplane. And, and not the most flattering light. Nope. I've always resisted taking airplane shots. And now I remember why. Because usually when you're getting on a plane, it might be early, it might be late. Let's just say you're not flying with a full set of maquillage on, Julia. Right. You know? What? Maquillage, okay. French for makeup. Oh, I'm probably oh, oh. saying it wrong. <laughs> I know how to spell it, though. Okay. M-A-Q-U-I-L-L-A-G-E. Okay. Right. So here's Jennifer Esposito trying to explain her ha. So many people have been commenting about something um, that I said, which was like this. Ready? Ha! That was it. And the way it is spread, and and it was towards David Spade's very outward statement about something about an ex, and I literally laughed at him because he was so bold in what he was saying, and I thought it was funny. And... um, I'm allowed to think something is funny. And you're okay. also allowed to say something, and obviously it's the time when everybody's saying whatever the hell they want. But when you start speaking about things and you have no idea, first of all, my book oh, uh, my was book. about celiac disease. Never once mentioned any any ex, named anybody. Um, and when you come and attack a person for saying, ha, huh? We have so many things going on in our country and in our world that need attention. And I wish that you'd spend even a minute of, of this insanity of nonsense on things that are really important. Okay, Donnie, I can't even listen to you. I gotta tell you about her. I mean, her, her site. So I'm, I'm on her Instagram site and I love her, first of all, because when she posted the video, it was from her nose down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was like we would. Okay, yeah. so here, here, um, here's people saying, you know, here's someone saying, you are so ignorant and classless. I'm glad Mr. Cooper had the smarts to drop you and move on. Hashtag enough said, hashtag just so she's saying. she's reading her comments. Yes. Yeah. So, and she responded. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you're so ignorant. Blessings. Yeah. Then another one. She said, I will not make a note to self to not laugh at a comment I found funny. Has everyone gone mad? Then another one, la, la, la. And then another one, um, exactly. And another one, yeah. Okay, but here's here's the thing. In she's going on and on so much. And she responded engaging, to like a, yeah. a thousand people. 
here, the way she's blathering, I feel like she is trying very hard to do some CYA because here's something Hollywood doesn't like. Hollywood doesn't like an outing. And by her saying the capital H, capital A, it was like we said yesterday, ha, he'd, you know, do anything or ha, he'd be, you know, he's or not doing that or run away. Or it's open for Im- interpretation. interpretation. Okay, right. so she is CYA because Bradley Cooper is a big deal. Yes, he is. Okay. And she's and, getting some hate. And, and that ha was either laughing or mocking. So if I'd been advising just Jennifer Esposito, I would have had her remove that tweet and when she realized it, and say nothing, never yeah. complain, never explain, because again, everyone knows that people don't just use H A as ha for laugh. You're using it for some to other interpretation. Point. Yeah, passive aggressive. And then she goes on to say she wasn't even watching the Oscars and she yeah, didn't she care. Did. Okay, but she inserted herself right into the biggest moment at the Oscars if she wasn't watching it by commenting on David Spade's picture was clearly taken from his television. And then by telling that she she put somebody in her book, she just called him X. And she talked about this cold manipulative X. She had, and she called him X. Mm-hmm. We all know that's Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then when she calls people um, psychotic and then starts preaching about there are so many things going on in the world, yet she's on Twitter making smart-ass comments and answering her Insta and Twitter people. Um, and then she went on a thing about women attacking women. And I could go on and on, but, I mean, she was... Snarking at his either being closeted, right. which have been rumors for many years, which right. is not cool. That's just that's up to people to if they want to talk about it or not. Right. And then watching that video of her and talking to people as though they are stupid made me nothing but mad at her. Yeah. Like she's either a manipulator or a bad liar or she's not very bright. Take in either case, she's kind of thirsty and full of crap. Yeah. And this she is, does, she does, this does it. not bode well in her at all. No. no, that's why I was so stunned when I saw it. Like, oh my I was gosh, like, take, she should have just taken it well, down well, and never said a yeah. thing. Well, she should have never agree. said a thing. Yeah. She's being silly. Yeah. People say. really underestimate their ability to manage a crisis. And she kind of has. And I always wondered if she like got had a Harvey Weinstein situation because I always thought she was so beautiful. And I loved her acting, but she's not. She really... was kicked off Blue Bloods, but she really she had celiac disease. No, I and know she, was... she still has it and right. stuff. But she's she wrote a had... book about it, and she has a food shop. And she is a show hopper, you know, mm-hmm. like she gets cast for guest appearances, and that's it. So mm-hmm. I've just always wondered about that. But anyway, she's making a mess of things. Yes, she is because now if I'm somebody who works in Hollywood, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm not touching this lady with a 10 foot pole. Right. So defensive. It doesn't make any sense. Right. She's explaining and complaining, and yeah. now she's, as you said, engaging. Oh, I just can't even believe it. And yelling back. Yep. And meanwhile, there's Arena Shake over there just unfollowing Lady Gaga and letting that speak for herself. Yep. She already had, uh, I mean, had think about it. it. She's been with a world famous soccer star, and now she's with uh, Bradley Cooper. And a world-famous singer for the last six months. Probably the last year and a half. Who's the world-famous singer? Lady Gaga. Well, she's starring in the movie. She's always around. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. She's always been around. I kind of love that, that she just unfollowed her. She doesn't have to be on top of it. Award season's over. over. And their friendship is probably done. Done. 
Because no one really believes these two are doing no, it, do they? they? Aren't. No. We just wanted it because it would have made it was like a movie within a movie unfolding in real life, and, and it was brilliant directing by Bradley Cooper. But does does Gaga want it? No. Okay. Just no. Hey, she she doesn't. All right. She's she's you know what? Um, Taylor Kinney said something. Oh kinda, yes, he did. Snarky about her. Snarky about her. What did he say? And just just a little dig. Just a little. She does this to people or something? Something like that. Something that was vague. Kind of her way of the highway kind of is what I was getting out of it. You know what I'm thinking Lady Gaga needs? If we look, I mean, because we've been on the air when she was discovered. We remember when Bradley saw her at the fine line in her bubble dress. But she's always had a a beau. She's always had a boyfriend, a guy. She She was with Taylor King for five years. Mm -hmm. She was with, you know... She's 31 years old. She just might want to be... And she works her butt off. Yeah, she just might want to be a a solo woman. Yeah. And have some fun. And even though it's hard to meet men, I'm sure, when you're that famous. But maybe maybe Madonna gave her some tips about dancers. Yeah. All right, listen, we come back. We've got the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, girls. How are you? We're good. How are you? Oh, I'm so glad you were dishing into that Jennifer Esposito situation because I've been riveted by it all day. She's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I was like talking back to the radio, as I'm sure a lot of people were when you were having that conversation. I do want to tell you that A Star is Born is heading back into theaters with 12 new minutes of footage. Did you hear that? No. No. Tell us. Okay, so it's a special one-week event. The Hollywood Reporter is reporting this, and then everybody else is picking up on it. It's going to play in 1,150 theaters across the country starting on Friday. So the studio announced that the re-release of the movie will feature 12 new minutes of footage, including an extended version of Gaga's acoustic shallow performance for Cooper's character in the movie. And then it also includes Gaga's uh, character Ali singing a longer version of Is That All Right?, as well as the two collaborating on a new song together titled Clover. Oh, all right. I know. Did you see this movie? No, not yet. <laughs> I've been what waiting for it. No, but she's busy. I know. You've got, I, you've two, got two jobs. You've got two little kids. Well, I know I don't get to movies, but let me tell you, there was an evening in an Apple TV situation where I was trying to be able to watch this movie, and then I couldn't find my original Apple TV remote. It was a whole thing, you guys. Oh, I oh. understand. That would be frustrating. I mean, and, Crime and Pete. This, yeah. These Apple TVs and their... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts tiny remotes can i just say they are tiny my mom has one and i'm like why, why? do you have this so i always lose it yeah so anyway that um 
that it is. I think it might happen tonight. It's like every night I'm like, Jay, when are we watching this? But then Monday nights are booked with The Bachelor. There's a lot happening. Yeah, you know? I know. There's I know. a lot happening. There is something else fun um, to watch, and this is Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, they've got it's being Do you revived think by this Fox. reality show. Really sounds good, Elizabeth. Uh, okay, it's a new limited series. <laughs> okay, it's the a reality is show. That it, yes, and everybody's in. I mean, everybody's in. Shannon isn't. Shannon Doherty isn't. Yeah, she, well, she's the only one who isn't. Okay. Um, it's a six-episode series titled 90210 to air this summer. So Luke Perry also isn't in it. But the door is open is what's being reported by Entertainment Weekly that they still could be added as the lineup isn't Well, they're final. acting and they're another They're going to play heightened yeah. versions of themselves in a brand new serialized drama. We're going to do that on our show okay, tomorrow. Br- I'm going to play a heightened version of myself. So the Hollywood speaker on that it's a reality show of them probably trying to get this show off the ground because we know tori spelling is you know broke broke yeah with all those kids that being said it, i like i have such an emotional attachment to beverly hills 902 so you just want to see what everyone's up to yeah i just want to see everybody yeah, together would, like luke perry on riverdale is my favorite yeah. I, I don't know i want to see the whole thing because when i was a kid i would tape beverly hills 90210 yeah. like i remember before we even had the ability to set a vcr yes wa- like home. racing home to watch it and always being like did you see 90210 mm-hmm. i mean it was no it I was know. my youth listen I will say this. I give them kudos for calling it heightened. How did you describe that? Heightened reality. It was really good, right? No, it's a, a they will play heightened versions of Something themselves, oh, which is that. a new way of just uh, describing reality TV people. It's brilliant. brilliant. Mm-hmm. What will so. happen when first loves, old romances, friends, and frenemies yeah. come back together as this iconic cast, whom the whole world watched grow up oh. together, attempts to continue from where they left off? I well, like it. There's, a, there's only been like, what, 20 years in between? I it started been? in 1990 and yeah. it ran for 10 seasons. So, yeah, almost. I would yeah. love it if they did this with friends. I would love it if they did it with Mel. <laughs> but those, but those people, none of those people would need to do it. No, no they wouldn't but that'd do be it. kind of fun. Gosh, we had an episode of Friends on the other night when we were staying um, up north. And we and my husband and I were laughing out loud watching it. It is yeah. a reminder. Like, if you haven't seen it in a while, and I know a whole new generation is discovering yeah. it on Netflix. But... I hadn't seen an episode in a while. And there were, I mean, it was multiple times in a row that we laughed out loud. Yeah, it's like watching any rom-com of the 80s. Like for Julia and I, we're like, oh, we are shocked at all the bad clothes that we wore. I know. It is just, it really, that for me, the fashion reminders are just like, It does remind you. But I did see an interview with Matt LeBlanc where he was talking about Friends and he was saying that they did very, very few. I think one, I think he mentioned just one timely joke in the entire series. And it was a, it was some joke about OJ Simpson. Okay. So that was it. And so that's why it's able to, it can stand the test of time. Interesting. Only one joke was like, uh, you know, just specifically geared toward what was happening happening right. in the world at that time. Oh, Interesting we're gonna, little fact. We're going to just do Shakespeare. No, I heard. No, don't. <laughs> I heard. Romeo, oh, Romeo. It's been delightful. I know we only have one more dirtler with you, but it's been so nice to hear your voice but again. Yes. People are happy to 
hear you in the in the afternoon drive time. You. Oh, you guys are so sweet. I so appreciate it. This is really fun. Listen, I'll come back and fill in anytime. All right. All right. Anytime. Does that mean Jason gets you every morning, those uh, morning people. He does. Yeah, he does. Although this morning, my kids pulled a full like cameo in the Dirt Alert. Oh, did they? That's kind of fun. Though. Remember that viral video where the guy was doing that interview with whatever NPR or NPR or something? Yeah. And then the, um, the kids came into the room and the wife came bolting in oh, and yeah, catapulted yeah, yeah. them. That was the exact scene in my home today. My <laughs> husband grabbed them so fast. Oh, it was crazy. They're Did, so cute. They're little muffins. Did you um, hear this story about Miranda Lambert uh, oh, yeah. snapping at the press? Tell everyone. Okay, because I haven't talked about it yet today, so I didn't know if you'd missed it or not. But um, Miranda Lambert announced her marriage to Brendan McLaughlin, this NYPD guy. So messy. 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 And why? Because he had a baby in November. Oh, no, I know, but why would she even do this? Why would she and do And she it? dumped a salad on somebody and then decided to tell everybody she got, uh, P.S., I got married in January. Something strange is going on here. So mm-hmm. they were on a flight. They landed in New York and she had a baseball cap on and the press was there. Mm-hmm. And she said, please, can you leave me alone, please? If I say something, will you leave, please? And then she said, like, the world should mind their own bleeping business. So they were in Nashville and then flying to New York and um, yeah, it's kind of like, I get it. I mean, I get it. I'm sure it's annoying when you get off a plane and no, you don't Miranda look great and you're Lambert, not happy, but she's fiery. She's, she's been messy fiery. for a long time and she's drawn people to her because she's um, obviously selling. Maybe, you know, people are interested because country is a big popular thing, but it, she just has had, she's in need, a desperate need of a PR crisis manager because she's just like, whoa. I know, and I think she needs to choose some different relationships. Well, exactly. I mean, people forget that Blake Shelton was married when they got together. I mean, yeah. remember. It yeah. wasn't just like Blake, but, Blake Shelton was like this heartbroken person. I mean, they... Yeah, yeah. But remember, he was 31 and she was 21. Yeah. So we'll just, let's remember that Blake was the older man. Wiser and one. she stayed with him for 10... They were together for 10 years, but she's been very... She's been searching. Yeah, that's. I think you're right. Yeah, she's searching. I think you're right. All right. All right. I'll be back with you tomorrow, girl. Thanks, you don't Elizabeth. have to marry everybody, Miranda. True and good <laughs> advice. All right. Listen, we come back. We got uh, vintage scandal. All right. Let's take a look at the uh, traffic situation. 35E southbound. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Mm-hmm. What do we got? All right. All right. So, you know, it really got me thinking all this Oscar stuff just about, you know, Hollywood and St. Paul, Minnesota. Well, Holly, no, but Hollywood <laughs> is just the stuff that has gone on in the business of making movies. I mean, we're all watching I Am the Night. Yes. You know, yes, on yeah. TNT with Chris Pine I about kind the of true story. wanting to drop out. Do I need to hang in there? Well, there's only seven episodes, and left. it's kind yeah. of an interesting true life I story. Lo- I like it a lot. I'd love to do a vintage yeah. scandal on that whole on thing, but after it's yeah. over. Okay. Because we don't want to spoil, but right. it it's like you think about Hollywood and all the stuff that has gone on in both, both Hollywood and... Um, scandal have gone, you know, just hand in hand and hand in hand. There've been ways of doing it. And Charlie Chaplin, if you think about him, who's really, you know, the first movie star, 
Mm-hmm. Granted, he's a fi- si- silent yep. film yep. Mm-hmm. star, but he became a worldwide icon oh, yeah. in, you know, the 20s when it's just newspapers. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. I mean, you think about how famous he became through his, uh, he was the tramp. Yeah. Did you ever see Robert Downey Jr. No, play? no. And everyone That's said he was robbed of an Academy Award for that performance. Yeah, that he was very, very good. Did you see that movie, uh, Donnie? No, I never have. Well, I think one of the reasons why the Charlie Chaplin, why that movie maybe didn't do so well and it didn't get more recognition. Because, He's got a bad rap. Well, he had a very rough childhood. Okay, Charlie Chaplin. In, yeah, Charlie Chaplin. He was a, a child in London, poverty, hardship. His father was absent. His mother financially struggled. I mean, of course, remember, he's born in 1889, so he's 10 years old in whatever year that is, 19. I mean, you know, poor yes. London, you know. Yes. And uh, when he was 14, his mom went into a mental asylum, and that's what they were then, and they were yes, they not... Were. And at 19, uh, and then he just kind of began doing, um, performing at an early age, and he'd just sort of hang out at music halls. And right. so he's got this kind of great story because it starts out, you know, just like, right. like you know, like a movie would, right? Um, and he's considered one of the most important figures in the history of the film industry because his his career really went 75 years from childhood in the Victorian era until a year before he died in 1977. And it was adulation and then the controversy because, of course, the thing with Charlie Chaplin... Didn't he like young women? His personal life was brimming with scandal. Mm -hmm. And this may have been why the movie was... How do you gloss over? I mean, we were talking this week about Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. and then Green Book and, you know, how not all the how perspectives are told. Yeah. How do you not, uh, yeah. even though Green Book, you know, um, didn't, doesn't have the scandal is that just the Don Shirley's family just disagreed the point of view of the movie. Right. But that in and of itself isn't a scandal because those two really were traveling together and there was a Green Book. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, but Charlie Chaplin, so... What stood out about him, he was married four times, and he's the father of 11 children. And what was always odd for Charlie Chaplin, and what made it hard to address in any movie about him, is the age of his wives. Mm -hmm. They were very young. Mm -hmm. Okay, He was 29 years old when he married his first wife, who was 16. Again, the they time did back, back then. Time. They did it back then. Yes, right? yes, but still, that's right. All right. When that marriage failed, he moved on to another young bride who also happened to be 16 when they were married. Mm-hmm. And now he's even older. Mm-hmm. That marriage ended in divorce and it came with a lot of scandal when his wife accused him of forcing her to have an abortion when she was pregnant. And this scandal... What year are we talking? Did that one take place in? The third uh, wife. Let's see here. I, I hate, All right. I just wondered, are these in the 30s? Are we in the 20s still? Mm, I have to. All right. Never mind. me do the math. The, the, All right. the second wife was married in 24, divorced in 27. The, right. The oh, second wife. Okay. He. I mean, he had all kinds of also, you know. He was very popular with the ladies. Yes. But he liked to be married to the 16-year-olds. 
And, um, <laughs> no, he just did. And so... Uh, we found that's true. Yeah. That men of all age want to be married. They don't go as low as 16, but 20 to 24. Yeah, and it dented his reputation then when that second marriage ended. Yeah. But he married two more times. Yes. Including, and both of those women, and including his last wife, Una, who was, she, she might have been 19. Mm. But... All, uh, the always teenage brides. Yeah, was Charlie Chaplin's uh, thing, and um, that was his sweet spot. That 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 really was. So I mean, he just it was really in the forties when his fortunes changed for him from like nineteen thirty two to fifty two. His glory days are behind him. He did that movie, The Great Dictator, where he did a satire of Hitler. Right, and that was a speaking movie. That was a speaking yeah. one. He spent two years developing the script. He did uh, all of this, you know, stuff. He was uh, brilliant about making movies. Okay. And um, anyway, he he felt he was determined to make the world laugh at Hitler. Yes. So, Not you know, a funny topic yet. But still, he wanted, uh, he replaced the tramp while wearing similar attire with, you know, Anyway, so anyway, but that did not really, it got a lot of publicity and people called it the most eagerly, you know, awaited photo of the year. And it was one of the biggest, our picture of the year was one of the biggest money makers, but the ending was unpopular. It generated a lot of controversy and then people were like, Bleh. you know, and then uh, Charlie Chaplin did um, the end of the movie with a five minute speech where he just sort of lectured everybody and um, no one could then separate him, this playing this politician kind of caricature from his beloved film. He kind of did that to himself. Yeah. And um, and then Una O'Neill, you know, he had all these trials. He had an affair with this aspiring actress named Joan Barry. And um, she was arrested twice after they broke up. She was obsessed with him. And then she said she was pregnant with his child, and then she filed paternity. I mean, he was just having one thing after the other. Then J. Edgar Hoover started investigating him. Oh, for crying yeah, out loud. Right. No, he really has this incredible, right. but they, I think they could never figure out how to make, there's too much, like, there was too much to even make in a movie right. about him, but he's really an interesting uh, person, and he did get smeared by the J. Edgar Hoover Right. Who headed up the FBI. And in his autobiography, he described meeting 18-year-old Una O'Neill, who was the daughter of the American playwright Eugene O'Neill. He was 54 and she was 18. (sighs) And he said it was the happiest moment of his life. And that he finally found perfect love. And they did have eight children over 18 years. And she was married to him until he died. So, um. Anyway, yeah, just really, I kind of forgot that she was Eugene O'Neill's daughter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wonder, I want someone to name their kid Eugene. 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 You don't hear that anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's because you're obsessed with Eugene Levy. And I know. That show that's that crazy. We, we'll just call Ships Creek. Yes. yes. Um, so anyway, but he was introduced to Una by a film agent and seven months later he talked her into marrying him and she was 18 and he was 54 and Hollywood was scandalized. Hmm. But. So scandals have come and gone, Lori. No. And, and I guess, uh, 
uh, Chaplin's son, Charles Jr., said Una worshipped him, which that seemed that would be the dynamic of an 18 year old with a 54 year old who, you know, she'd probably like Mm -hmm. just had like happy childhood memory, you know, who knows? And he was probably dashing and handsome. But anyway, um, he just has a very interesting, he was banned from the United States. I mean, he's. He's got just like such be a good it would be a good book to read. Well, there's you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a I'm lot sure of I'm sure there's a ton of books yes. on him. Yeah, and of course, you know, um it does just kind of make me want to take a peek at um Robert Downey Jr. playing oh, yeah. Charlie just- Chaplin. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And seeing if he was indeed robbed that year. Mm -hmm. If we get another snowy weekend, Julia, I think it could be an assignment I could actually figure out. We're going to get snowed in again. Well, I'm going to get snowed in up at my cabin. That's going to be right. fun. I All wish right. I was going to a cabin. With You're some welcome snow. to come with. Am I? Yes, totally. Oh. Am I invited? I, what? What? Is that a first? Yeah, no, oh. it's not. I've I'm always kidding. invited you. Yeah, yeah, All right, so that's it. That's it. I was just like yeah. reminiscing. He came Boy, back to the U.S. Uh, it yes, was 20 years. In 1972, he came back to receive his honorary Oscar. Oscar, wow. yeah. So Hollywood kind of mm. came all the way around on on him so mm-hmm. anyway all right next okay. week what are we going to talk about ingrid bergman's betrayal no i don't know we'll be back everybody thanks for hanging out with us on this wednesday so here is the deal Julia, Emily Deschanel, and David Barans, um, they had to sue Fox um, about their TV show uh, Bones. Okay, so what's the story? Why did they sue them? Well, the story, they were suing them for back-end payments because when they signed their contracts 12 years ago and maybe nine years ago. There was no Hulu. Yeah, they didn't have, the show wasn't doing multiple distribution deals on different platforms and it wasn't in there. And so they sued, and they, the case went to arbitration, and it didn't go well for Fox. The arbitrator came down hard on Fox, saying they out and out lied and covered up financial details of their streaming platform deals they made for Bones. Mm-hmm. And they assessed them $128 million in punitive. Wow. And another $50 million as what they should have already earned or something over the course of it. And Emily react. She said, we're so proud of the hard work we did on bones for 12 seasons. And all we ever wanted was for Fox to live up to its promises and contractual obligations. Wow. Would have cost them a lot less. 
It would yeah. have cost him a lot <laughs> less if they had just place, been so. honest. So anyway, so that's good news for them. Yes, no kidding. Ryan Seacrest has not been able to make it work with his 26-year-old girlfriend. After three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. He's looking sad in L.A. They've dated since she was 23 and he was 41. An insider says it was an amicable split and they're still really close. They still love and care about each other. BS. Yeah. Here's the thing. No he way. doesn't like to date age-appropriate women. He would be so much happier if he dated somebody 38 to his age. Yeah, and there's so or many lovely women out there um, for him. Because he's kind of a little old man. He's been a bachelor all this time. Yeah. He's kind I, 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 someone in their twenties is more giggly and more fun, and wants to go and out Ryan and do seems stuff. Like he's, he's settled, he yeah. goes with he travels wants, with his parents. Yes, mm-hmm. he wants to go mm-hmm. out to dinner. He doesn't want to go to a club and dance. I mean, yeah. I, he right. would have more fun. So Ryan, when you get back out there, have I, Kelly set you up with one of her one friends. of her friends. There you go, Julia. yeah. Thank that's you. what needs to happen so you can have some age appropriate people with the. With fun that you might be wanting to do anyway, and you yeah. just keep trying to make someone else like that, you know, be it's not that. Fit it. I still remember when my one sister married the guy 28 years older, <gasps> but he was like 52 and she was 24. So the guy with the yacht? No, that's no, a different, no. Sister. different sister, <laughs> no, different okay. husband. No, her sisters each have been married four times. Yeah, but. She, in the first, you know, all the lusty lust. Sure. He had money to wine her and dine her and, and do And he kind of looked like um, like Clark Gable or something. You know, he oh, had oh. a, he just had this like zhuzh, the several for a very debonair. Right. You know, how he dressed, all of that stuff. And it was very intoxicating sure. for a little while. Uh-huh. You know, so what happened? Well, then, it's then not. they got married. He talked her into getting married, and then she wanted on Friday and Saturday night to like because they both you know working and stuff. She wanted to go out, and he liked to go to like the Moose or the Elks or the VFW <laughs> Lodge. And, and how old is your sister the, at this point? The base, how old is she? She's twenty five. Oh my god! Now he's fifty three, yeah, right. and she wants to go to like. Hear some bands and right. go to a club sure, and go dancing sure. and, and doesn't need to go out till nine o'clock at night. Exactly, uh-huh. he wants to go out right after work at five o'clock. Anyway, just <laughs> you can see, and I just look at Ryan, you know, with Kelly, and I just see him, you know, like he's more kind of settled. And he did even when he said uh, he said he was home by like nine o'clock from the Oscars. Mm-hmm. He didn't even go to any parties. I think he's exhausted from his life. Maybe, but and, I'm just saying. But again, you, know, you need to if find I were someone. Ryan Seacrest's girlfriend, what do you mean we're not going to go exactly. to the Vanity Fair party? I mean, I'd be like yeah, going. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even if I was I Ryan Seacrest's home. girlfriend right now, I'd be saying that, you know, but for sure when I'm 26. <laughs> I'm going to go home. Doesn't surprise yeah. me. Anyway, how about Oprah going to host After Neverland oh, special with the Michael Jackson right? accusers that will air on HBO and own? After the documentary Finding or Leaving Neverland aired. Remember she saw it on David Geffen's yacht in St. Bart's? Yes. Um, I, well. I mean, the Jackson family was on with Gail, Gail yep. King this And morning. don't you remember when, I feel like Oprah had a big sit down with Michael Jackson. 
Didn't she I, have something mm, with him back well, in the day? I think she might have interviewed he, him. He was on her show. He was. Yeah. I feel like there was a Long big... time ago. You know, he did the big sit down with the people across the pond. Um, right. That that writer. That Martin Brashear. Yes. Martin Brashear, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, he talked to her on yes. uh, 93. They did an interview. Yeah. They've so done interviews. I feel interviews. like he, she talked to him after he was um, not convicted for the child molestation charges. Yeah. Um, found not guilty. I guess not convicted is not guilty. Yeah, um, not guilty. So maybe she's feeling like she needs to do a, have a little redemption now. You know, after that was the most watched when, interview in television history when, when that Oprah happened. sat when Oprah. down with him. I mm-hmm. remember this was a big darn deal. So that's why I'm just thinking maybe it's her chance. You think she's going to go hard after these guys? I don't think so, Donnie. No. I think if she's even considering doing it, I think she has empathy for them, and I okay. think she believes them. You do? Yes. Okay. I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because she said it's hard not to believe them. Yeah. She said that oh. in an interview right okay. after that, and so I'm thinking it's redemption for her. Yeah. Almost, if that makes any sense. Well, in that, you know, he was... He also talked about his father very, very openly about the abuse, how, the abuse yeah. and, and everything. everything. No, she had, this was a big darn deal when she sat down with him. And I think. I remember he told her he had vitiligo. Yes. And that's why his skin. And So I think that's where that's going mm. for her. All right. Because that was, like you said, it was one, I remember it being, but it was one of the most watched interviews on television. Well, the family is still trying to block HBO I know from are. airing it. And, uh. Like I said, Gail King sat down with the, with the brothers. I feel like the Jackson brothers are at Treasure Island on Friday night oh. with the Commodores. I, okay, where I, I saw that. Look it up right now. No, I know. Star Tribune. Look <laughs> right. and see. But anyway, they've already taped their story with. Um, you know, I don't know if there's part two with Gail tomorrow, but yeah. The oh, I might tune in for that tomorrow. Yeah. But did Gail ask them the questions about this? Yes, Neverland, and what did they say? They said, "No, we know our brother." And yeah, he, you're right, Lori. But, Friday night, yeah. the Jacksons and Commodores at uh, Treasure Island. All right, there you go. All right, kids. Another weekend pick on Wednesday. Because oh. remember, the weekend's starting right now. That's right. It really is, Julia. Don't <laughs> I know. I forget. No, it, I remember. Have a good night, everybody. Job done. Off you go.